0: This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Josh Shapiro, baseball and lifestyle 101 founder. Uh, how's it, how's it going?
1: going, man? Going well, man. Appreciate you having me on. Um, looking forward to this, and uh, thanks again, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's just go back in time. Um, well, one, how'd you get? What was your upbringing like, and how did you get involved in baseball?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, upbringing was honestly pretty, pretty standard, normal, middle class family. Um, grew up here in Long Island, New York. Um, just me, myself, uh, my sister, and my uh, my mom, my dad. So, small family. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with baseball and everything, it was it was always there since day one. My dad's a big baseball guy. My parents actually, funny enough, like met at City or Shea Stadium at the time, which is like for the first time ever, which is pretty cool. Um, so I feel like baseball is always ingrained in my family and in myself. So um, yeah, from a young age, my dad was a, my dad had a huge San Francisco Giant fan. So he tried to sway me to be a Giant fan. But, uh, you know, growing up in the Jeter era, that didn't really work out. So I ended up being a Yankee fan because my neighbors were big Yankee fans. So they converted me. And, uh, but yeah, man, played, played ball my whole life. T-ball um, got started really young. So um, baseball was always like the start. I was always a part of my life from when I was really young.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel you on that. Um, how did you, how did you um, create baseball lifestyle one one and like, why did you create it?
1: Yeah. So um, I created it uh, my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. um, where literally just for fun, I was on my phone um, with my buddy Tristan and uh I just saw a lot of, you know, Twitter accounts. There's really nothing on Instagram. Instagram in twenty thirteen was like relatively brand new and um I just kinda of felt like, you know, <clears throat> putting my two cents out there. So I just started posting and, you know, came up baseball style one oh one. Don't even really know why, really know what the name was for. I remember one oh one was like so it was like all inclusive, you know, anybody yeah. can be a part of it. But uh yeah, just more or less started posting for fun and uh just started it because i love the game of baseball so i just wanted to i guess put my voice out there have a good time with it it just ended up being an instagram account that now has turned into this whole thing but um yeah it was really the the, the core of the, the core of the brand was literally just myself enjoying the game of baseball and just saying let's 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 do something for fun
0: i know you said you were a but how how old were you at the time
1: uh 15 gotcha. yeah that's crazy
0: yeah and i know uh i think i think we talked i don't know what year we talked we first talked maybe it, it might have been 2013 or 14 i don't know a while ago. yeah so that's why that's why it's that's why i definitely wanted to get you on because it's just like crazy to see your come up so how to get you on
1: yeah man it was it's been that's what i'm saying people see the instagram account and they or they see like the brand and they you know they think it's like an overnight thing i'm like dude i've been yeah, posting man. on instagram for you know seven eight years now fifteen thousand plus posts later like the actual website, you know, apparel side of things is very new. That's like, you know, three years old this year, but the the brand and the Instagram is seven or eight years old, which is crazy at this point, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about, what, what was like the first, I don't know, maybe like poster or something that went like, maybe a little viral or like caught on?
1: I don't think we ever really had anything that was like, like we didn't, we weren't obviously like one of those like viral sensations that like blew up overnight and followers came in like crazy it was all incremental gains. It was all 1% a day. You know, I had goals of, you know, growing the following 250 followers a day. And that's exactly what I did. So whatever I had to do to get to that number, um, just, you know, whether it was just liking photos, you know, just following people like whatever it was back then to grow the account, that's what I was doing. And um, we've always had crazy, really good engagement. Obviously now with Instagram, like, you know, it's, the engagement's different it's just based off of what their algorithm is, but you know, back then, man, we used to have really good engagement. We still have really good engagement now for what for what having half a million followers is. But, uh, yeah, nothing really blew up overnight. I wouldn't say any posts went quote-unquote viral. I just remember, like, some posts with, like, like 200 likes to me was, like, viral. Like, I remember, like, viral to me was when I had my phone, right? And, like, I haven't had notifications on in years. But viral to me was when my phone would just scroll and blow up with, like, all these likes. And that was viral, you know? Like, about, like, at first it was 200 likes, then it was 500, then it was 1,000. And then, like, at some point, like, if I didn't get anything over 10,000, anything under 10,000 likes, I was like, what's going on? So, um, and now it's, you know, it's hard to get 10,000 likes again, because that's just how it is. But, um, yeah, there was really nothing viral, per se. But I think, you know, in the in my mind, like, any any step was viral for me.
0: And then, what, like, what have you learned from just, like, starting your own business? I know I'm sure you had to, besides learning, like, social media, I'm sure you had to, like, probably learn how to do a little graphics, obviously marketing, probably websites.
1: Yeah, there's a ton. I mean, I still have so much to learn. I think the business side is, you know, I'm still so young, 22 years old. Like I, I ended up, you know, dropping out of college my sophomore year of, after my sophomore year of uh, college. So I wasn't really, you know, I was learning a little bit there, but I was learning more actually running the business, you know. And it really wasn't even that much of a business at the time. I was just basically doing influencer marketing um, before it was even influencer or called influencer marketing. Um, I had a, I have a mentor who's now my business partner um who Bill Ramu I would just go to for a ton of advice and he was like a better school than the school itself. You know, he was he was telling me, you know, post this amount of times and email this and do this and I would just do it like in a day and come back and be like, here's here's everything you told me to do and it's done. And he would give me more. So it was like my homework, quote unquote. Um, but it was like the most valuable learning I actually got. Because like in school, you know, in high school I was you know, I, I was terrible at math. I'm sitting there in math class, learning about things that I'm never gonna use. Or in college, I'm, you know, I, I wasn't. I was learning about business law, and I, about what a trademark is. And I, I was like, I have a trademark. You know, I'm learning more from actual contracts that my that attorney that I have is is you know teaching me. So it got to the point where you know I was just learning by doing. I'm still learning by doing. I read a lot now. I I always try to learn. Um, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be um it's just every day is you know a a chance to get a little bit better
0: yeah yeah definitely feel you on just learning by doing like even like the zoom app like i just started i mean i used it before for meetings but then i just started using it for like recordings and i was just like oh you just gotta click the record button like i'm good
1: yeah and that's the thing with (laughs) social media and instagram and stuff like people was like well how'd you do this and how'd you do that how do you do this like just do it and figure it out like like i don't know like that's just how i am because i think i've figured my i think i figured everything out pretty much on my own in terms of like i'm self-taught in terms of like instagram and social like bill was helping me with the business side of things but instagram and all the tax and all the things and like we used to come up with a bunch of things man like I, to create engagement like you know tag a friend like that was i'm not saying we created those stuff but, like we were like part of like the original group that was doing that or like we used to do like um i used to like take a picture i right? had screenshot the picture and it would have like the, the instagram heart on it and it would just be like slightly like slightly on the photo and I'd be like double tap the heart and it would get more engagement like giveaways like all that stuff is just learning by like testing um and it's not learning by from a textbook on how to run a social media account or how to beat the Instagram algorithm or all that stuff like that's all just jargon
0: yeah yeah yeah. and going back to your point uh with your mentor teaching you more like I felt the same way and um when I actually hired a graphic designer to make my logo and I learned more from him not even like trying like not even trying to learn or like anything. Yeah, and I I was in college at the time. Like it didn't, like he taught me more about branding and everything and making everything like look good and, you know, looking. Yeah, so it was like crazy. Like I like that's why, I totally get what you're saying.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Um, yeah. It's even even other thing too is um now when I get asked a question, about like how do you get these athletes and I'm just like oh I was just messaging back in the day and it wasn't even called anything and now it's called like influencer marketing. Yep. <laughs> and it, it's so funny like because like that wasn't even a term then. I'm sure that's why, that's why, that's why it's so crazy. just so relatable with you. Um, but yeah, going back, uh, like when did, I know you said you started, uh, the clothing like three years ago. Is that when it, like, you think turned more into a business?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was, I was making, um, you know, enough money where Mm -hmm. high school I'd have to work a quote unquote, you know, real job, you want to call it, or, um, I was just making, you know, influencer marketing money. So just straight cash. And then, yeah, I mean, it got to the point where I was getting like a lot of free stuff. I got free hats from Richardson in the exchange for posts and um, with our logo on it. And we ended up selling them out like really, really fast. And I was like, huh, like, this is interesting. Like I didn't realize people want to buy something with our logo on it. Like I didn't realize people cared that much. Yeah. And then also like all the companies I was doing marketing for were all coming back to me all the time. Like the jewelry companies and all these different things. And I was like, why don't I just put it on my website? Like, why don't I just create a website and just send people all to my website instead of sending people everywhere else. And when I'm creating custom content, why am I wearing Joe's shirt when I can wear my shirt and promote my shirt, you know? So that's just kind of like what happened. Like, I mean, I think I've probably done ads for you back in the day. Like I've probably done ads for everybody. Like it's just, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'd say it legitimized, I would say in 2017. Um, where which was like the first year that the the website started where honestly like it was just we were just doing things by accident because we had crazy like the engagement was so different there and there was nothing like it so like we were just driving a ton of sales to the website at the time and um yeah 2017 was like the first real year where I felt like I was making like a really good amount of money to the point where it was like actual business you know I, I that was the year I um moved out on my own um you know 19 20 years old my parents moved Um, I bought my car. Like that's when I kind of was like, okay, like this is an actual business. I'm, I'm making good money. Like this is, this is dope. So I would say 2017 was like the first real year that I felt um, everything kind of turned around.
0: Gotcha. So I got to ask you, so have you ever had some kind of job?
1: No. Uh, The only thing I've done, (laughs) the only thing, I I mean, I I don't even consider it a job because it was just like, I love coaching. So like I would work at my local baseball facility and flip baseballs and teach kids how to hit because like i was i was I was a decent ball player and uh where i work where i was training since i was young where i met bill in the back of the gym but there was also a baseball facility i was there since i was like 30 you know even younger than 13 so mm-hmm. they like knew that i knew what i was doing so i was like helping kids out and coaching but like dude i never i remember one time i went to go get a job and i don't know why i even did it and they asked me for <laughs> They asked me, I went to like the doctor to get like, you know, you had like drug tests and stuff and like they asked me for like my social security number. I had no idea what it even was because no one ever asked me for it because I never needed it for like an actual job or something. It was the funniest experience going through the whole thing. And I ended up just, just not even doing it, obviously. And that was like the that was like the only time I ever went. I don't even know why I did it. It was just one of those things, but yeah, no, never. Um I almost interned for um Gary Vaynerchuk um when I was a sophomore a freshman in college Mm -hmm. um but that didn't end up working out because I was in school and you know if you know Gary he doesn't like people that are in school he wants you to be full in with him so um that's a blessing that I didn't get that internship because I think I wouldn't have been able to focus in the business so um but besides that no nothing
0: that that's crazy I mean and awesome going into the clothing like what's your process of coming up with the designs?
1: So I have a I have a couple I have like a a designer that you know kind of handles everything for me I'm not I'm not an artistic person I'm not good with Photoshop or AI or all that kind of stuff I, I I tend to bet on my strengths and then let everybody else who's stronger than me in those categories let them do their thing, um so I have a designer that takes care of everything you know we throw our occasional input in for what a design looks like but um we and him work very closely together um, I've known him for years and I let him like I said dictate what the designs are and if I know it fits in with our brand or not. And we just work very well together. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of that process. Like I said, I, I let, I let the people that are stronger than me handle what they are. And I trust them. I'm not really, you know, why would I put my input in on the design? When I'm not a designer or why would I put my input into a legal document when I'm not a, you know, a, an attorney, like I let the people that are getting paid to do their job and let them do their thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. How many uh, people do you have working for you?
1: Um, so we have like, it's, it's definitely different. Cause I let, I let a lot of my team kind of, um, I, we have a lot of like independent contractors and stuff that we do. Cause I, I don't I never want to hold anybody back. Yeah. Um, I know like, for example, like, you know, there's some, like a lot of people that work for us also have their own companies on the side because that's just how I am. I never want to, like I said, I don't like putting everyone's bet on the BL 101 company and on myself. It takes a little bit of pressure off where, you know, Hey, if something were to happen, you know, at least you have this thing or you have that thing. So, um, we have about we have a team of what we got two three four about five of us six of us and then there's like an extended team of about like you know maybe two or three more Mm -hmm. um whether they're designers or legal or accountants or you know other videographers but they're not like they're kind of paid based off of like you know work but we we have a really solid team it's just that it's just a little bit um spread out but the main people that are in the office every day is roughly about five of us
0: gotcha and then uh, I think it was – I don't know if it was last year or 2018. Is it, was it when you went to the College World Series?
1: Yeah, so we used, the first year was 2018. Okay. Um, and then we went back last year.
0: Yeah, I remember, I remember seeing it the first year then, and it was, like, crazy. And, you're in like, every day you were like, wait, I'm going to make a video every day. And then you were just like, whoa, this is getting, like, nuts. So, like, tell me about that experience.
1: Yeah, 2018 was – so I would say, like I said, 2017 was the first year where the money was there. And then 2018 was the first year that the brand was really, like, there. Um, Because that was the first year we ever went to, like, an in-person tournament that size, or event, excuse me, that size. And, um, again, Bill, who was my mentor at the time, drove all the way to Omaha, New York, because he doesn't fly, first of all. And uh, we went there, and, uh, you know, we went like a small team, and we didn't know what to expect. And, you know, we didn't know how much money we were going to make or how many people would care about the brand. I mean, we had, like, 400,000 followers at the time or might might've been 500,000 at the time even, but like people just didn't really even like, you don't know, you know, like this 500,000 translate to like people actually caring about who you are. Um, so when we got there, it was kind of unexpected, but yeah, dude, it was nuts. It ended up being like one of the craziest things ever. Um, I think I took like a thousand plus photos with kids and they got to the point where like I had my hood up and I was like, I can't, you know, like, I was like, I was like a celebrity there and it was nuts. Um, and it was just crazy kids coming up, how much they love the brand, you know, how amazing it was to see all this stuff in person for the first time, uh, to meet us, to meet the team. And then Bill pulled me aside and was like, hey, he's like, look at this. The store was packed, right? You know, I'm just He pulls me aside and I'm, I'm not even 21 at the time. I'm 20 years old. And he's like, dude, I see where this is going. You know, he goes, I guess this is going to be, I see where this can go. Um, you know, he goes, you got two things here. He goes, you know, you can bring me on as like a as a part-time owner. Or, you know, you can continue doing this yourself. I'll be your mentor. But, like, I got to take a step back. You know, I can't be driving to Omaha for you every year, you know, without kind of, you know, getting something. I'm like, hey, dude, like, completely get that. Um, You've been helping me out since I was 15 years old. So I said right on the spot, I was like, dude, let's, let's do this. Um, and that was kind of like the first unofficial day that Bill came on as, a, like, a part-time owner. Because um, he owns a uh, strength and conditioning facility as well. That's where I was training and where I met him and uh yeah it kind of was like that was the first year the business was really i felt like legitimized um it was the first year we did over seven figures in sales so that was a really big year for us uh it was a big learning year it's still big learning years because financially and business-wise it's there's so many things you learn when you go from a six-figure business to a seven-figure business then you keep growing there's a lot of things that it's not easy to learn um so there's a lot of like expensive learning curves so that's why I said the business is still so young, but that was really a huge brand transition point for us and for everything that we've done.
0: Yeah, see, and like, that was just, like, totally dope to me that, like, because, like, no offense, but you're not, like, famous or anything. But no. I'm saying So, like, but that was dope that, the, like, it was, like, a real community. Like, you know, like, I'm sure you see a lot of, like, even right now, there's a lot of celebrities and stuff that I remember. I don't know if you listen to Russ, and he's talking about, like, mm-hmm. guys that can't, like, even sell, like, 100,000 albums, and they have, like, millions of followers.
1: Right. That's the thing. Like people talk about all the time, you know, what we've created was a community and a brand and not just an Instagram page. You know, there's so many pages out there, but they don't sell anything. Yeah. Why? Because nobody actually cares. They just go to you to entertainment. They scroll down, they like it and they leave. But like with us, they stay, you know, with us, they engage with us. They know who I am. They know who my, my team is, they know my story, they know everything. Um, And I think that's really important. And that's, that's one thing I would say is like, I don't really care about the half million followers. Like I think we'd be the same business at a smaller scale of followers. It's just about the con- the connection we have with each one. Like I answer, I run the social day to day I answer hundreds of kids a day I on DMS and comments. I, I, mm-hmm. I answer every single kid and I have personal relationships with kids Where like, I know who that kid is, you know? And I think that's really important to establishing a brand is like the one-on-one connection that you, that people have with people.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. Was there any like favorite moment at Omaha?
1: Uh, just my experiences with my friends I mean I have like so many like Snapchat memories and Instagram stories of like just me and my boys like hanging out like this is the coolest thing where you know like I'm experiencing this with some of my best friends you know so to bring all my friends with us to Omaha and for us to experience you know Nebraska Omaha Nebraska for the College World Series is a crazy time amazing fun time and those are the things I remember forever. It wasn't necessarily like, I don't I couldn't even tell you how much money we made, but I could tell you exactly what we did on that Saturday night with, you know, my friends, like yeah. that was like the memories. So I would say like, that was the biggest thing is, you know, looking back on it and like realizing like the legitimacy of the brand while having an amazing time.
0: Yeah. It's dope. Um, who, whoever you like work with, like major league baseball player wise.
1: Um, like we haven't necessarily like done anything in terms of like sponsorships and stuff, because, mm-hmm you know, there's so many tricky things when it comes to the PA and MOB and just money that doesn't necessarily have to be thrown, you know, out. Um, but we deal with so many guys in terms of like I have a lot of personal relationships, like you said, that you built where just some direct messaging guys and having relationships and sending them out gear and just saying, hey, man, this is yours. I hope you enjoy it. And they genuinely enjoy the gear and then they post it and then you post them and then they're making videos in it and you're posting those videos. So like, There's so many guys that we have that sort of relationship with, and I I really enjoy that because it's organic and real. I'm not worried about like making sure that this guy posts three times because it's part of his contract. Like we don't really have we don't have that at all, honestly. Um, I don't think we really plan on it. Maybe maybe we'll see, but it just doesn't really you know fit into what we do. I think I think we more you know work with those guys to help legitimize the brand and help give them exposure because it's just a networking thing. Um, But again, it's also for me too. It's really cool because. I obviously wanted to play professional baseball and have relationships with those guys. And now I'm um, not only, you know, their, their Instagram friend, I'm the actual friend of real life. And I think that's what's just really cool for myself. So I don't really have anybody in particular per se, like there's so many guys that we deal with, like you've seen the Instagram lives all week. Like there's a new guy every day that we're kind of just connecting with and working with.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once you get to a certain level, then people, you know, other players talk, so they know, and they already know your brand. So.
1: I want the. I just want the players to know, and they and they and we are known around the league. Is just like a genuine good person that's trying to help people out. And hey, if you want to hit up Josh to just, you know, ask him a question about what I should do for social media, or just can you post this or do this or help me out? Like we're you know we're mostly there for these guys because, you know, we want to create actual genuine relationships with people.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what about like, I know uh, like, during the coronavirus, like how has that affected your brand right now, or not affected? Um,
1: I think it's, I think it's, like I was telling you before, we're kind of made for this. Um, We're a very small team. We don't have large overhead. We don't have retail stores. We're all direct to consumer. Um, uh, And our social media is our biggest thing. So, content's our biggest thing. I mean, that's what we live off of. You know, we're a pseudo media slash apparel company. You know, some people look at us as a media company, some people look at us as an apparel company. I don't care as long as you look at us as as an amazing brand that you enjoy and if you want to buy the clothing great if you don't great if you want to consume our media tremendous um so that's just kind of who we are so like going on the instagram lives and it's given me a lot more time to feel like i'm kind of back when i was 15 again Mm -hmm. where like all i'm doing is sitting at home and being on my phone and posting and engaging and you know playing call of duty again like that's just like i feel like i'm 15 again doing what i was doing where i still have the legitimize of the business to run but a lot of it around me has slowed down. A lot of things that we were supposed to travel to are canceled. Omaha's canceled. I'm not gonna worry about that. At this point in April, I'd be starting to think about Omaha, and I'm I'm prepping for June in April, yeah. um, and that's a long, tenuous process of planning Omaha and trips, and uh, you know, money and what what inventory you bring It's a whole whole ballgame. Not having to worry about that right now is like kind of taking the stress off my back. And you know, yeah, we're gonna miss out on some revenue in person this year, but at the same time it's going to be kind of nice to just chill out a little bit and just kind of get back to the roots of what the brand is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When you were 15, um, what originally did you want the brand to be?
1: No idea. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I, I did at 5,000 followers go to bill and I was like, I was like, Hey, I want to start a clothing brand. Okay. Cause like, I just wanted to wear it. Like I honestly, like I was, I was wearing routine baseball stuff. All right. I I'm like hey like oh, there you, go. you got me yeah I was like hey like I want to wear my own stuff so I just started I wanted to create my own clothing and then Bill was like hey like if you started breaking down conversion rates and this that and the other and I was like I'm gonna sell like 10 t-shirts I was like this doesn't make any sense so he just said create a community and create a you know create a, uh, a community and a brand and that's really what I ended up kind of shooting for and then I started getting you know free stuff from all these brands. then I started getting 10 bucks for a post and 15 and then 50 and then a hundred. And, um, I didn't really know what I want. I just, mm. I enjoyed doing it. And, you know, I just, I liked, I'm always a hustler. So I was always like a kid that just liked to make money. You know, my parents were always the people that were like, if you want it, you got to go buy it yourself. So I was always just, you know, doing things to make money, whether it was flipping things on eBay, mowing, you know, my neighbor's lawn, my dad's, you know, my parents lawn and anything to do so like i think it was just like a hustle for me i like to hustle to grow my account i like to hustle to grow the money and i think it's the same thing today it's just like but i have goals of like you know getting things that i want you know and and, and growing the brands i want and doing you know the things that i can with my friends and family so it's the same goal is just a little bit different now
0: yeah so that leads up to my next question what, what's the future for baseball lifestyle on one?
1: I mean, I think there's so much. I think what's really cool about it is that since we are media-based, we have a lot of different branches that we can go into. Like, we're not just stuck into clothing, you know? Yeah. So, like, we're not just pigeonholed. Like, if we started up a baseball team, we started up a tournament or a, an event or whatever it is, like, it's not weird, you know? Like, yeah. But if your favorite, like, clothing company started up, like, you know, call it, I don't know, whoever it is if they start up a a team or an event, it would look weird. You know, like Nike doesn't create their own teams. They sponsor teams.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Like, so what I'm saying is more in terms of like, we're just going to go into other things when the time is right. But I think just continuing to expand media first and the clothing still so young. So I think there's a long journey ahead there. And I think there's other things that we're going to get into. It just kind of depends on what everything going on, you know, like looking at it now, like if we were to start a team or an event company, like that's based off of people. And right now, like nobody could play baseball. So like, Mm is it worth going into that when we just right now are just direct to consumers? So how can we make money? How can we make more money just sitting at home and when people are stuck at home and then work our way from there too, because, you know, this puts, this puts a big reflection on your eyes and says, shoot, man, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if this, you know, this thing comes back or something else happens where, you know, people are going to have to be self-quarantined in the future. If my business is relying on people showing up to a door, I'm in trouble. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Luckily right now, I'm not in that position, but, I want to make sure we can kind of you know grow what we can first before kind of diving into other things.
0: yeah what about is there anything like you want to make or like collab with somebody on? like I know you um, made boat shoes one year too, right?
1: Yeah, so we still get those. We're just uh, we kind of just held back right now with everything going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah, I mean, I think we're we're gonna probably make we got some we got some good stuff planned That We did like a cool collaboration with um Katie Custom at the time when they did like uh, those ultra Boosts they painted them and we, you know, we kind of did like a little thing there. So I think shoes and the culture is something that we'll get into. Um, I don't really have any like necessarily dream collabs. I mean, we collabed with Easton last Omaha, which was really cool for me. Um, that was something that was amazing. Cause you know, looking back on it, you swung Easton bats. Everyone knows Easton and I was working with Easton. My logo was next to them. And that was like pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So like, that was like, I'd say that was one of the most memorable moments too. Just like seeing our logo next to Easton and being like, wow, like what? Like, this all make sense. So I think just continue to do things like that. Um, we've got some things in the works. I think a lot of things have kind of, you know, died down right now with everything going on. Everybody's just focused about staying alive and um, like live in terms of their business. And, you know, I think we'll get to things when we do, but there's definitely some things in the future for sure.
0: Gotcha. And what advice would you give to somebody starting a brand?
1: I would say, honestly, like two things is one, don't let anybody tell you that, like, you know, what you're doing is stupid or not worth it or, you know, make fun of you. And don't let that get to you because I was made fun of for baseball. I when I was in high school by the kids on the baseball team and other people was just like, what is a stupid Instagram? Because, like I said, now there's Finstas, there's, you know, there's there's blah. Everyone's got a blog yeah. no matter what. Right. Everybody you personally follow on your own Instagram, if they like food. They start their own food blog. Like, that's not what it was in 2013. Like for you to start an account about baseball was like, dude, what are you doing? Um, So now it's looked upon very different, but stick with it, follow your passion because it will lead you to where you want to be, and then focus on incremental gains. I think I'm very big on like one percent better a day, stacks across a long period of time, stacks across years, stacks across that, and then you turn around. I look back at it three years ago in 2017. I'm like, wow, like where the business has gone crazy since 2017. And I remember in 2017, I wasn't even in a, I wasn't even our warehouse we were in now, like. And then you look back at things. So I think small gains lead to like big efforts. And I think it just takes time. Um, I think time's a big thing. So I'm not really kind of stressing about now. You know what I'm saying? That's when you asked about the future. Like I'm worried about right now, making sure that the brand is the best it can be right now. And I know everything else will take care of itself. So, um, and I think focusing on the one-on-one, build your community one-on-one. Don't worry about having 500,000 followers. If you have a thousand people that are paying, you know, $500 a month, you're sitting pretty okay. You don't need 500,000 people. So, like, that's what I was saying to you. Like, 500,000 just happened. But, like, I'm more worried about going, I don't care if we didn't grow another follower on Instagram. I really don't care. All I care about is taking the 550,000, 60,000 people that we have on Instagram and just going deeper into those people, right? Going onto TikTok. And now we've got 55,000 on TikTok. Going deeper in those 55,000. You know, like I want to connect with every single kid and I want every single kid to love the brand. So I think going one-on-one and building your brand and your community one by one is very important. Cause even back then when I was small, like I didn't, you know, I, every time I got a new follow, I was always engaging with that kid. I didn't look at it any different and I don't do the same thing now. You know, I look at it as I'm zero growing by one. So I think that's the biggest way to do it, to look at it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't, I don't even think in 2013, there was even the business pages yet.
1: No, 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 no. Heck no. Heck no. I wasn't running Facebook stuff till like 2018, man. Like, yeah. so different. So different.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, you ready for some uh, fun questions? They're going to go from average to savage. Let's do it. All right, what's your, what's your favorite uh, song right now?
1: Favorite song right now?
0: Ooh.
1: Oh, I got to look this real quick. I don't have it off the top of my head. I got my Spotify open. Don't worry. I'll be on repeat. Honestly, I've been crushing the, no lie, I've been crushing the, uh, the new weekend album. All right. So I would say I would say alone again by the weekend. That song, that song is crazy.
0: What about um, who's your top top five favorite players all time? Yeah,
1: I gotta go definitely Cheater. I gotta go Robbie Cano is a fun guy to watch for me. Didi Gregorius, those are my Yankees, and then I would go Harper. Hey. <laughs> I love Didi. Didi's the man. I Love Harper, and I would go um, see Altuve was in there, man, but after this whole thing nah so I'm, i'll probably go i'd probably go stroman
0: all right that's cool all time
1: yeah i'm not like you know like i'm a history guy but like you know i, I like all time like I, I i don't know those are my guys i mean i'm i was born in 1997 and i can't go too far back i don't you know sure. <laughs> but like those are the guys i jeter and cano were the guys i grew up watching and Didi was my favorite recent yankee and stroman's from long island and small undersized guy like myself and uh who else I say in Harper, I just I just always was fascinated with him when he was younger and I think he gets way too much hate for what he is, but I love what he does for the game.
0: Have you got any of those guys to wear your
1: gear? No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. And the and the one that would make me the most excited would honestly be Didi. Because he's like my favorite player currently.
0: Oh, well, I could but probably I, just, I could probably make that happen.
1: You made that happen, man. That'd be dope. Because Didi's like my guy. Like I, I think he took over from Jeter and I just, I'm a big DD Gregorius fan no matter where he plays. I think he's like one of those underrated guys that's uh, just a good, genuine dude.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because one shirt he's still wearing that I sent him like literally six years ago.
1: I remember him wearing that. Yeah, I remember it. the blue one, right?
0: Uh, well, yeah, that yeah. one too. But uh, the Blood Sweat Success t shirt. Yes, right? yes, yes. He literally still wears it. Um, and he was just wearing the Chip on My Shoulder one uh, at, at Phillies camp. So that was crazy. Yeah, too. no, that he's a like, good
1: dude.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, what else are there? Oh. What do you like to do in your free time?
1: Um, man, I would say, which when there is free time, no, um, uh, I would say I, I do enjoy to, I do enjoy to like read. I genuinely enjoy, honestly, like I really do enjoy learning. As kind of corny as that sounds, like I didn't, you know, I didn't finish school, right? So like, I think okay, that's so worry.
0: important. You didn't miss, you didn't miss much, it's like on in the, in the classroom. Saying. In the classroom, you didn't miss anything.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like, I genuinely enjoy like learning about business. I genuinely enjoy like um just kind of you know reading and kind of getting myself better I, I love going to the beach I'm a big like uh just kind of get outside guy and just catch like I love the like just catching like good vibe and just hanging outside and when it's nice out um it so sucks right now but you know luckily you know the day was nice and 62 in New York so I was able to just kind of walk around outside and catch some you know like some nice people like I love just kind of hanging out outside with my friends and uh yeah I mean I use, I take like, I used to take my Jeep on the beach and kind of hang out on the water, like near the water. So those kind of things are just kind of relaxing me, you know, cause I think I'm always, I'm always going. So it's things that shut me off um, that can really, you know, kind of make me, that's like kind of my hobby.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I, I've been starting to feel like guilty when I go to like the movies and stuff. Like when I don't, like it's like, it's it, it been getting weird lately and I'm just like,
1: oh, I'm the same way, man.
0: It's like I'm like
1: if I'm taking off for like an hour, I'm like I'm like what am I doing?
0: Yeah, like or or I like I just go back in my recliner, then I start falling asleep, and I'm like, nah, I gotta gra- I grab my laptop, I gotta go back on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: Last one. Uh, what what's something people don't know about you?
1: People don't know about me. I feel like this is a this is a tough one.
0: I need I need some I need some exclusive.
1: <laughs> Yo, Josh, what's something that people don't know about me? What's something that people don't know about me? Don't don't blow up my spot though. I'm asking the other Josh. I'm trying to think right now. Something that people don't know about me. I'm trying to make this a quick answer for you too. I want to keep people hanging. Something that people don't know about me. Yeah. This is my this is like my best friend Josh. who knows me for my whole life, so he would know too. I'm trying to think. Wow, this is, I wasn't. You got you got me me for this question, man. This is a tough one. People don't. Oh, I did I did do that. that was like, that's, a, that's a fun fact, though. I did beat my dad around the world for a while. But that's it. All right, so this is a funny story, though. I was shooting a horse outside, and thanks to the good story. I was, like, I was missing every shot. Like I said, when it comes to money, I'm, I'm in. He goes, I'll give you 100 bucks. You beat me around the horse going straight around. Beat him around the world. Took my dad 100 bucks. I'm, I was actually a pretty decent, pretty decent shooter in basketball, but I quit basketball because I was too short, and I would get blocked in the paint. So that's something that people don't know about me, that I sucked at basketball, but I could shoot. All right. I like it. I'll take it. That's what I got. I, I, that's put me on the spot. I, anything else, I used to play a ton of Call of Duty when I was younger. I used to like just have like stacks of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I would play Cod a ton. <laughs> so that was a big thing. So I was a big Call of Duty guy. Uh, yeah, I sucked at math. I, I failed math in the senior year of high school. So there you go. Those I'll are it. fun facts. People don't know about me. I'll
0: take it. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I can do, let the listeners know where they could uh, follow you at.
1: Yeah, man. So definitely, uh, shoot us a follow on Instagram for first, uh, at baseball underscore lifestyle one uh, hundred and one. our websites, bl101.com, um, TikTok, You got to follow us there, Facebook, everything, man. So, um, definitely give us a follow, check out our site and, uh, really appreciate you having me on, man. Um, it's been a long time. Like I said, we haven't known each other for a while, so I know we've been a good journey, man. There's a lot more to come for it. This is just the beginning. So I'm looking forward to the future.
0: Yeah, for sure. Actually, I got a one last question. What do you think about TikTok?
1: Love it. Love it. It's what Instagram it's what Instagram felt like in two thousand thirteen.
0: Yeah.
1: You can get crazy engagement for doing dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it, that's what Instagram was in twenty thirteen, man. Oh, so yeah, sure. I'm telling you, when I, I feel the intuition of it, it feels very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. Uh, again, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, no problem. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember.